0: nobody was really going into Black Adam thinking it was going to be this sort of revitalization of the DCEU but you know you you still watch it for what it's worth you know this was a film that The Rock has been trying to get made for you know a decade I feel like I feel like this was something he's really been pushing for because you know when you say when you see certain characters and how they're portrayed you know Robert Downey Jr. is always going to be Iron Man uh, Ryan Reynolds is always going to be Deadpool. They were born to play those roles. The Rock, when it comes to any superhero or supervillain, yeah, he he's basically made to be Black Adam. So because of that, he really did push to get this film done. Again, this isn't like some blockbuster hit, even though I know it like surpassed its budget by at least double. I also know that... It's got its quirks. It's got its places where, you know, it could definitely use more, maybe even use a little less. But also just the idea that this is just another one of these ploys on how can we make people feel for the bad guy. Sort of. You know what I'm saying? Like, from everything I know or every portrayal I've seen of Black Adam, he's he's a piece of shit. You know, he really is. I'm not saying, like, a piece of shit like for his character, but, like, he's a, he's a villain. He's a bad guy. So they've written him to make me see him as the bad guy, but to also feel bad for him. And that's essentially what this story is sort of telling. It's sort of telling that that history they want to portray in a way that plays a role in why Black Adam is the way that he is. So what I... When I went into this I was not expecting much but I was at least expecting it to kind of still establish something in what they have tried to done with the DCEU. Now, this does take place in the in the same universe. This isn't like separate. This isn't this, this is canon. This is canon with those storylines because it talks about all of the characters, it talks about where they are. In, like, the history, it still involves the same actress who plays Amanda Waller. It's a little confusing when you consider that the Justice Society of America is involved. But, like, where were they when Batman had to kind of put together this team? But then again, what time frame is the Justice Society kind of based on? Are they after the fact? Are they before the fact? Have they been around and just not been quote-unquote called upon it's weird when you look at it and you say okay these are all meant to exist in the same universe but but it already has and i know there's a lot of people who hate on the dceu and it already has its its convoluted plot points and a lot of people don't really appreciate them as far as movies is concerned because they try too hard one of their biggest issues is that they don't have somebody they they need a kevin feige that's who they need they need him Mm -hmm. Not him exactly, but somebody who is him. Somebody who has the ultimate say on what it is that should be done and they should be put into creative control over the oversight of making these films, getting things greenlit, and making things make sense. The problem is it's not one person. I mean, I guess you could even say that it's not one person when it comes to Kevin Feige either. But at least there's something where the entirety of the company that owns them, being Disney... Allows the MCU to kind of—they know that those people, those producers, they know what they're doing. They've done it enough, and they've given them the chance. The Warner Brothers hasn't. Warner Brothers has not given anybody the chance to really grasp anything, to get something set in stone, to make something good. They're just—they've lost directors. They've lost production uh, production companies. They've lost. Um, films that they completely shelved, all because what they're trying to do is exactly what Marvel did, but they're not giving it the time. They want it to be rushed. And, and there are so many movies that are prime examples of that. Black Adam isn't one of them, but it definitely isn't an example of the right thing to do, except when you maybe get to the ending. you know, Essentially, again, what this is is the Black Adam origin story, you should you could say while also introducing us to Dr. Fate, Hawkman, uh, Adam Smasher, and Cyclone. Cyclone is one I'm not too familiar with, um, but I do know she plays a role. But again, you're talking about them getting a couple of, you know, C-list superheroes to come in with these B-list superheroes because they can't have any of the A-listers. And no offense to Hawkman. Hawkman, to me, is an A-lister, but when it comes to where his role is right now in this film, he sort of feels like a B-lister. Because Dr. Fate is 100% a B-lister. That's my perspective. Dr. Fate isn't really involved in a lot, even though he is a tremendously awesome character. And I guarantee you they put him in because he's closely related and has very similar powers and abilities, like Dr. Strange. So they're like, how can we get Dr. Strange and Black Adam? And that's where you get Dr. Fate. So... It's this ploy on him being summoned to um, this city he lives in called uh, well not city he lives in city he was buried in that you know twenty six thousand years ago or five thousand years ago was turned into the, this slave labor camp to mine this very particular mineral. He was given the gift of the Black Adam, which is the same gift as Shazam, and he helped cause this uprising and he was this huge tremendous hero but then he w- he was discovered that he was unworthy because he focused more on rage than he did on helping those uh, in need and so he was put into a prison and now here it is present day time he's woken up and he's causing havoc because conduct is again in modern day 2020 or 2022 whatever it takes place in in modern day he his city is also now under siege again because there's another group of people who are turning those into slaves and like kind of gripping the city because they want to find this mineral as well but what they also want to find is this um crown called the crown of sabak that sort of connects the 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 demon world with the human world and that's how they create their champion so so shazam is the the champion one of the champions of the Council of Wizards, while Sabak is the champion of the underworld. And he's meant to kind of create this utopia where it'll it'll make a tunnel between their two worlds. And Black Adam's meant to stop that. Sounds like a good guy storyline, doesn't it? Well, the whole time he's also murdering people and throwing people at brick walls and he's just not an overall good guy, but it is this anti-hero approach they're trying to take with it. Sort of like Venom and maybe Cruella. You know, it's just this other story where it's like it's maleficent, it's just them making me feel bad for bad guys. And I guess I'm okay with it. You know, it's it's at least unique in a way, and it's this re reimagining, this revamp of everything. But what I do want to say is that when you get through that whole storyline, regardless of how you feel about what they decided to make with plot points and where they decided to go with certain characters, I think I'm at a good point where it's been out for about a month and I can spoil something a little bit because this is really why I wanted to make this entry. Not too long ago, Henry Cavill went on record stating he is no longer playing the role of Geralt the Witcher for the Witcher series on Netflix. He has signed up until season 3 and then he is stepping down. Fortunately, Liam Hemsworth is taking his place. I'm not going to get into why I think that's a bad idea. We're going to move on from it. And I've read a bunch of different ideas about really why Henry Cavill is stepping down, but let's be honest, it's also the fact that he's picked back up as the role of Superman, so he has to make himself available for whatever the next plan is for superman now when i heard that and i knew black adam was coming out i knew that at some point they're gonna do the storyline where it's black adam and shazam and superman having this big out brawl i know that's coming down the pipeline what i wasn't expecting was for it to happen this soon because of course there is a mid-credits scene where there's this little drone that flies down right in front of the, the quote-unquote, palace that Black Adam is living in. And Amanda Waller pops up and she's like, this is your prison, don't ever step out of here, and don't ever step out of line, otherwise we're going to take you down. And there's this really crucial line, that the way Black Adam says it, he says, no one on this planet can stop me. And Amanda Waller says... I can call in a favor from somebody not from this planet. And Black Adam's like, send him. And then he blows up the drone. And then through the smoke, you hear the whoosh. And bam, there's Henry Cavill as Superman. And he's basically like, we gotta talk. When I I can't even describe to you the sound I made when I saw the figure... And I was like, like I saw the scene happen, I saw the smoke, and I'm like, there's no way they're going to show him. Maybe they'll use his voice, but there's no way they're going to show him. And then he walks out, and then the Superman music plays. I, I squealed. I made a noise that woke my son. <laughs> I made a noise that my wife started laughing hysterically. I literally was in utter shock and pure joy to see Henry Cavill back in the Superman costume. The fact that they're already teasing that made all of my it's going to make all of my dreams come true because I know what's going to happen is they're going to have the Shazam sequel that's going to be something that also plays in with everything else and it's going to lead into them filming Black Adam, Shazam and and Superman. That huge brawl, that huge fight. And I can't wait for that. That, that is essentially what this is. This is just so we can get Black Adam versus Shazam and Superman. Now, for those who don't know, Superman has a weakness besides Kryptonite. He's actually very weak to magic, which is why his fight with Black Adam is such a big deal, because it's one of the few people that are on the same level with him, like strength and power-wise. But it's because Black Adam is created through magic that it's more difficult for superman to beat him by himself that's why shazam comes in and tries to balance it out but the point of shazam is that he's played by a 13 year old and doesn't really know battle so he's just trying to be a superhero alongside somebody like superman while fighting this tremendous force of evil that knows how to use the same powers that shazam has but better you know just just for just for this just for this this podcast i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna play it again i'm going all the way back to the scene because the scene is just so good and you're going to hear it along with me just just talking about it makes me want to watch it again here it is here it is i hope you can hear this oh it's so good and after he has his rebirth he looks even better in the costume okay black adam my name is amanda waller congratulations you have my attention this is going to be your only warning You don't want to stay in my prison, that's fine. Kundak is your prison now. You step one foot outside of it, you will not live to regret it. So good. There's no one on this planet that can stop me. I can call in a favor and send people who aren't from this planet. I still get chills. I still get chills. I still get chills knowing it's coming. As you wish. Can this go louder? Okay. Do you hear it? Do you hear the whoosh? Uh, here it comes. It's been a while since anyone's made the world this nervous. <sighs> <laughs> it's so it's so good it's so it's so amazing that scene just because it's a it's just this little snippet of what those people who are true fans of the dceu or just dc in general and dc movies it's just this little snit bit that lets us know that somebody out there listens to us and we've been getting more of that recently and i hope it's it's really shining a light on what they're doing as far as the decisions they're making when they finally gave us the schneider cut We were all happy. Now they're giving us Henry Cavill back as Superman. That makes me tremendously happy, as I'm sure it makes a lot of other people happy. Keep making decisions like this, and the DCU is going to go somewhere. I guarantee it.